Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone, it's Brian here, the UK Bitcoin Master, back with yet another video in my series, Bitcoin for Beginners. And I am bursting with excitement with my first live interview tonight. Um, I'll tell you about that in a second. Let's get the intro video done and we'll... Hello everyone, it's Brian. I'm back. Um, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, I've got a noise over there coming through my headset, so um, that's a bit off-putting. But uh, great to be with you all. Today is, where are we? Thursday, the 21st of March uh, 2019. It's absolutely crazy where the time is going, Um, but... It is what it is. We're just coming out of the first quarter of the year. Um, So you've got to make things happen. You've got to make things count because time is going to really crack on by. Um, I'm so excited tonight to have somebody on the call with me that I've connected with recently who's got so much knowledge about Bitcoin. Um, I can't wait to interview him. I really can't. And before we get into that, I just want to pop up my usual disclaimer and say, guys, look, I don't give financial advice. Okay, I am an ordinary working class guy that's discovered Bitcoin, massively excited about it. And I just want to tell the world about it. We were just discussing before the show starts uh, started that, you know, when you find something you've got a passion for, all you want to do is learn. And <clears throat> I just can't get enough of it, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I'm not giving financial advice. Uh, so let's be clear on that one. The other thing I want to point out is all of my previous videos I've ever done, you can find at my website, ukbitcoinmaster.com. So do head on over there and uh, check those out. Um, Please follow me on Twitter at ukbitcoinmaster. This video gets um, also uploaded to uh, DTube that then puts it onto Steemit. It goes on to BitTube, which is an equivalent to YouTube. Uh, I'm also um, active on bitbacker.io, which is a Patreon alternative. So if you want to head over there and... uh, support the channel. That'll be great. And if you don't want to, that's great. Just share this across the social media platforms and I'd be eternally grateful. Um, So if you're watching this on Steemit, do give us an upvote and a re-steam. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you're watching this on Catch Up, down in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the subscribe button. Do like this video, uh, subscribe to the channel, share the video out there. Um, I would encourage you all to just push this message out so we can get more and more people um, to know about, get interested in this in this exciting um, platform, this new asset class or whatever you want to call it, because it, it really is just a fantastic time to be alive right now um, if you've got this internal 
just knowing that you know Bitcoin is the way forward. Um, so that said, that all out of the way, um, can't wait to get going. I'm going to. I've got some notes here. I've got some questions here. I want to introduce you to uh, my good friend Rocky. I'm just going to split the screen. <coughs> hey guys, there's Rocky. Rocky, how you doing? Very good. Very excited to be here today. Oh, hang on. I can hear me and you, Rocky. So I'm hoping you can hear me all right. <laughs> okay, right. Everything fine. so everything's fine. Right. Here's my problem, guys. We are live. And at the moment, I've got another screen going on over there, which I'm going to stop because I can hear myself twice. Rocky, just bear with me. I'm stopping that. Right. Rocky, are you there? Yes, I did awesome. hear a faint uh, echo in the back like you had another instance running. But yeah, it's gone now. Fantastic. Yeah, because I had it over there to check it was running. So it's fantastic to have you here, Rocky, uh, with me. We've just been um, chatting before the show. Um, obviously, what I'm going to do is, you know, ask you some questions. Um, I think I would ask you to consider the fact that my... Uh, show is the Bitcoin for beginners show. So if we can be mindful of, you know, hopefully there's more and more beginners seeing this banner out on YouTube and thinking, oh, I'm a beginner, I'll go and look at that. But also, of course, what I want to do is to up the ante slightly, which is why I've got you on the show, um, so that those beginners can, you know, sort of very gradually gain more knowledge about you know bitcoin etc and not just listen to me all the time but hear from somebody who's completely independent of me and hopefully particularly my family that are on the call listening they'll be thinking well this guy saying the same as my family members saying so something's got to be right and that's what i'm aiming to do on this show so uh, rocky if you wouldn't mind i'm going to pop the screen over to you um just do me a favor and tell the audience a little bit a little bit about yourself yeah sure well um i actually found out about bitcoin in 2009 um probably about six seven months after it went live and uh i heard about it from a computer buddy of mine and of course i blew it off like so many people do <laughs> i blew it off as some kind of crazy insane idea yep. you know you can't make um you can't create money on a computer that's just insane um so then it was probably four years later um yeah because it was like the summer of 2013 <laughs> i saw um a news broadcast where they were talking about bitcoin mm -hmm. and i'm like wait a minute that's what the um, Jim was talking about four years ago, and that was four years ago. So if that was some kind of crazy scheme or, or pyramid scheme or scam or something that would have been busted by now, maybe there is something to this. So that period to me was a very important period in Bitcoin for me because it, 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 it showed me that it, that it withstood the test of time. Yep. And um, so from there, I started studying it and learning everything I could about it. Um, in the summer of 2013 and then by January 2014 I started mining it and um, oh so you uh, mined, mined it as well it. okay oh yeah sure and um, I've been mining ever since and uh, I supplement some uh, energy with the solar panel array that I built and um, so it doesn't really keep me in the profits but um, you know I do what I can for the network um, and then in 2016, I think it was August or no, it was um, October of 2016. I started a Bitcoin meetup, a local meetup, and that was once a month for about 19 months. I ran that. Okay. Um, in 2017, I started my first node, a 24/7 node, um, on a Raspberry Pi. I currently <laughs> run three different nodes, and okay. um, one of them, one of them is a Lightning node. Yep. And so I'm learning about that. Yep. And um, that brings us to here today. So so and we were just talking off air, weren't we? And, and you were saying, you know, when you're at school, sometimes you don't need to learn how to pass tests. But when you find something you've got a real passion for, all you want to do is put your time and energy in, yeah. into learning. I mean, are you like me? I, I can't leave it alone. Yeah, it's hard to get out of this computer chair to go do something else when, you know, I'm like, oh, well, that's time I could be spend 
is spending, you know, learning something new about Bitcoin. Yeah. So, so just before we move on and I get into these questions then, so um, <clears throat> tell our audience, you know, w- w- what are your views? I don't want price predictions. I'm not into price predictions. But where do you think Bitcoin is going to go in terms of you know, how big a part do you feel it's going to play in the world and what part might that be? I mean, you know, there's two arguments. Some some are saying, you know, oh, Bitcoin's going to take over the banks. And I mean, I personally don't believe that, but I believe they're going to coexist. And I believe this is my belief that Bitcoin will finally expose how we are treated by governments, by banks, etc. What are what are your views on that? Well, I think Bitcoin's going to accomplish what it set out to do, you know, be the first worldwide mass adopted currency that is, you know, fair for yeah. everyone. And it, it's sound money. Yeah. It's much better than fiat, yeah. you know, where that could just be, you know, printed forever and, you know, uh, 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 infinite inflation. Um, Bitcoin's not like that. Um, Bitcoin has a set uh, issuance schedule that's been adhered to for the past 10 years. There's it's never going to change. Yep. Um, 21 million a, coins only a, ever. Right. To a finite amount to where yep. the issuance will end in the year like 2140. Yep. And um, the miners will still get paid. You know, by then it's going to be a very different Bitcoin, just like it's a very different Bitcoin now than what it was 10 years ago when it started. Yep. There's been many <laughs> updates, uh, many things added on, uh, many features. Um, and uh, so... Uh, I, I see it, you know, uh, accomplishing that goal. And at least out of all the cryptocurrencies, it's um, all the copycats that have come about since it started, since Bitcoin started. Yeah. Um, Bitcoin is like just so far ahead and above uh, everything else as, as uh, uh, you know, possibly accomplishing that goal. And, you know, I think it will. But what will it do? I mean, I see... Uh, at first, we're going to see Bitcoin uh, due to the, you know, finances is what email did to the post office. Yeah, the post office had to restructure um, their their business to um, adjust for the lack of letters, right? Because <laughs> who, who writes letters anymore? It's all digital. Everything digital is better. We yeah. went from film cameras to digital cameras. We went from handwritten letters to typewriter to digital letters or digital messages like texting um, or emails. And what did the post office have to do? They focused on packages and they're competing more now with, um, um, you know, the big brown trucks where they called, um, I don't know if you have them there in the UK. UPS. UPS. And um, the post office will even deliver a package to my home if it's a package, not a letter. Right. It'll deliver a package on Sunday. This is what it, this is what uh, email did to the post office, and so this restructuring that the post office did, I believe the banks are going to have to do similar restructuring to get along with Bitcoin. And just before we move off this topic, topic, I guess it's like, excuse me, just a really good time to be alive, isn't it? You know, many people will never see this transition. You know, we are in such a fabulous place in terms of technology, how it's evolving now, good and bad. I get that. But, you know, we are right in the midst of an evolution change, aren't we? That's going to change the world in terms of the way that we transact with money and everything else. And, you know, personally, it's just I find it mind blowing. I absolutely do. You know, I I, I can't put it down. Um, you know, there are people out there that want to tell you that you've got involved in something dodgy or it won't work or the price is down or it's dead for the 300th time. But when you've got a core belief in something like that, you just, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it, Rocky. I just know. I just know we're in the right place at the right time anyway. Um, so moving on. Well, so in terms of um, Bitcoin then, coming coming now sort of into the questions, um You know, a lot of people talk about coin market cap. You know, tell me a little bit about your views on coin market cap, how people potentially read it wrong or look at it wrong. I'll pop you on full screen. You're probably going to show something to the audience. Yes, I'm uh, sharing my screen now. Yeah, you can see that. 
Yep. Okay, so this is uh, coin market cap, and and this is something that uh, you know beginners like what your show is you know kind of aimed at. Yep. What they should really understand about coin market cap, and um, what people tend to do is look at coin market cap as a ranking of the coins in general. Yep. It is not a ranking of the coins in general. It is only a ranking of the coins by market cap, and. You know, so market capitalization, all that is, is the um, the current price times the circulating supply. And that's it. And then you get this number over here, which is which is the market capitalization. Yep. And um, so that is a terrible way to rank coins in general. You know, although it you know, this page does display the rankings, you know, by market cap. But also, you know, what this says here is the top 100 cryptocurrencies. And so I, I kind of have a problem with that right off the bat, right? Okay. Because what is Ethereum? Ethereum is not a cryptocurrency. It is a smart contract platform. It is a world computer. Okay. Um, Vitalik Buterin has said this many times before it launched, during the launch, after the launch. He says it is not a cryptocurrency. If it was a cryptocurrency, if it was a currency tr or trying to be a currency, um, it would be a lousy one, right? Because, again, the issuance is not set, like we talked about moments ago yeah um, vitalik buterin can say oh i think we need to make the uh, block reward larger next week or we need to make it smaller next week and just on his whim of what he believes he could just control it kind of like the fiat uh, everyone uses today and it could be printed to infinity there's no cap on how many can be uh printed yeah. or created yeah. so um it would be a really bad currency if it was a currency but it's not so why is it on this list I don't know. Um, everyone needs to write um, coin market cap and ask them why they they have um, smart contract platforms on the cryptocurrency list. And so, right. of course, now EOS. What is that? That's Ethereum on steroids. So, <laughs> so this is uh, it's Ethereum copycat. It's trying to be another world computer smart contract platform that's trying to be better than Ethereum, and. Um, uh, so again, this should not be on the list. In the top 100, there's probably maybe a dozen <coughs> listed on here that are not, you know, they're tokens for this smart contract platform, but they're not even trying to do uh, or trying to be uh, cryptocurrencies. So that's the first problem I have with this. Uh, um, the second problem is that, you know, it, it people see it as a ranking of the coins, which it's not. And then the next thing that they do is they, they say, oh, well, you could sort by um, volume here and get a rankage, uh, uh, rank the coins by usage, how much use they're getting. And this is another really bad thing to do because um, on these exchanges that are unregulated, you have a lot of uh, shenanigans going on here. You've got a lot of wash trading going on, which creates fake volume. Which is them creating their fake volume by moving stuff around, correct? If I'm talking to the beginner here, wash trading. Is that right? Yeah. Um, well, just understand that the users on the uh, exchanges can yep. can do certain trades that make it look like a bunch of trading is going on, and it's really not. It's just them trading. Basically, they're kind of trading with themselves. Yep, yep. And gotcha. so then the exchanges themselves fudge their numbers because they want to be known as the exchange with the most volume and so they report um <clears throat> incorrect numbers so this is a really bad way to determine uh the usage of a coin and it's really not usage anyway it's just how much it's being traded and that's just going back and forth on numbers on the screen at the exchange yep. so a better way to look at usage would to be to look at the blockchain of any particular coin so what i just brought up here is um the last uh several blocks in bitcoin and you can see how many transactions are in each block here. If you look at this column here, yep. you can see here this is this is 3,000 here. A lot of them are 2,000. Some are in the 1,000s. It probably averages 2,000 and something transactions per block. So that's a lot of usage. Now, some of this is just going uh, transferring the coin to an exchange or transferring the coin off an exchange. But this does not include the trading while it's on the exchange. Right. So there's some percentage of this is actually people going out there and using Bitcoin as a currency. Like I have bought um, hardware uh, wallets with Bitcoin. I have bought um, uh, Bitcoin patches with Bitcoin. So um, there are purchases going on. What the percentage is, uh, I don't think anyone really knows for sure. But 
you could see how many transactions you have here. So let's compare this with another coin. It's, you know, uh, kind of a big competitor has been, you know, the Bcash coin. You know, yep. they claim to be the real Bitcoin, of course, they're <laughs> not. But and the ever-raging debate, yeah. <laughs> right. And so let's see what kind of uh, transactions are on that chain. We see very different numbers here. Uh, none that are in the thousands. Um, um, some that are in the teens. And um, most of them are, you know, under 200. So are you are you actually saying here then that this is a better this is a better chart to really really find out what's going on with these different coins as opposed to coin market cap that you know people are reading it all wrong they're seeing bitcoin number one ethereum number two but if you look at bitcoin and bitcoin cash what you're saying is you know that clearly shows that there's not a lot going on in in bitcoin cash is that what you're saying to my exactly. listeners yeah exactly and i've heard people in bitcoin cash saying that that their coins being used most you know in commerce or 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 you know uh to actually being used as a as a, a currency and this is clearly saying the opposite <laughs> this is clearly saying that those people are full of <clears throat> yes things. yes yeah absolutely yeah. okay so sorry have you got more to cover there on that one um no that's okay uh, brilliant let me just bring it back on um, well, I, I actually am worried that about the time, so I won't do a questions and answers on that, Rocky, if that's okay with you. Um, if anybody's got a question, stick it in the chat, and obviously if we do get a minute at the end, we'll, we'll maybe address a couple of them. But um, um, I've got a fair bit to go through. So, um, Rocky, I want to I pick up on something you said to me when we were talking. That's it. Yeah, put yourself back on. Um, <clears throat> you actually said something, um, you can buy anything with Bitcoin. Now, um, I want you to explain that to our audience because <clears throat> uh, perhaps I'm being naive, but I, I Google what can I buy with Bitcoin. And I think you're coming from a completely different stance than me. Now, remember, I'm in the UK and you're in California. So, <clears throat> you know, we're in across the pond. So it's going to be different there than it is here. Um, so what did you mean when you said to, to me, you know, you can buy anything with BTC? What is that about? Okay. Well, you do have credit cards in the UK, correct? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, a lot of people use credit cards to, to buy almost anything. And so they, they will buy, uh, they'll put gasoline in their vehicle. They'll buy their groceries. They'll buy, you know, stuff at the department store or at the home improvement store. And they put this all in their credit card. Yep. At the end of the month, they get their credit card bill in and they pay it off or they pay some of it off. I typically pay mine completely off because I don't want to pay interest. Detail, but yeah. Um, yeah, so then you 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 write a check or you you do an online checking and you pay that bill with your your fiat, your USD or your you know British pounds or whatever. Yep. Your, yep. Your Got, fiat yep. is in, so your, far. in your country. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So if you if this bill at the end of the month is just say it was $3,000 and now your checking account is down $300 because you paid $300 fiat. Yep. Now, if you had $10,000 in your checking account and you had $10,000 worth of Bitcoin and this bill comes in and you cash out $3,000 worth of Bitcoin out of it and you turn that into cash and use that cash to pay your credit card bill, you just paid everything on that credit card bill with with Bitcoin, you still have ten thousand dollars in the cat of cash in your. So you can top account, up your Bitcoin, but your Bitcoin has gone down three thousand dollars. So what did you pay with? You paid with Bitcoin. <clears throat> but what about, you know, we know we know how quickly a market can go up or down like today you know i saw a couple of tweets saying bitcoin's dropped a hundred a hundred dollars you know oh my god is this the end of the world i mean it's ridiculous for goodness sake but um is there is there a, is there a negative argument in there potentially though that you go and pay with bitcoin and then the price goes up and then obviously to replace that bitcoin it's going to cost you more money Surely, I mean, that's just me thinking out loud. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm, or are you just sort of just basically saying, look, you know, it, forget that. There is a way that you've just described that you can buy something in Bitcoin. Is, is that where you're coming from? Well, you know, everybody's in a different situation. Yeah. So, you know, somebody might have bought Bitcoin at 15,000, then it goes to 12,000, but they really need the money. So they have to sell just because they need the cash, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it could also go the other way. You could buy at twelve thousand, it goes to fifteen thousand, 
and then you need cash. And guess what? You have some extra cash now. Yep. But um, you've got to look at the long term investments. You don't you can't expect investments to, you know, two, three, four X, you know, in weeks or months. Yeah. Um, uh, that's uh, unrealistic. Take an example. Somebody like me, like I started mining in 2014, January of 2014. Now. So when did I start buying Bitcoin? I didn't buy Bitcoin until my mining became unprofitable. Yep. Why did my mining become unprofitable? Because in 2000. Um, in January of 2014, the price of Bitcoin was about $1,000, and it was coming down from the Mt. Gox crash uh, back then. So it actually went from uh, about 1150 as the high down to $152 for the low in, in 2015. Mm -hmm. um, so it was, it, as, as it was coming down, the price kept coming down, my mining got less and less profitable, and so as it cut, that tipping point, I'm like, oh well, I'll be better off buying it now. You yeah. Know, as it got down to about three hundred dollars. Yep. So, if you start buying at three hundred, you keep buying till it goes down to one fifty, and then you keep buying, you know, through the rest of 2015 and 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 part of 16. What's your average buy-in, right? Yeah. You figure out your average buy-in compared to today's price. You don't look at today's price as being down eighty percent. Yeah. Look at today's price as being up. 1800%. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. So I get that. It, it, everything's relative. So like you say, I'm crazy for, uh, you, know, you know, somebody might call somebody else crazy for spending a Bitcoin today. Well, if they paid two, three, four hundred dollars for that Bitcoin and they're getting four thousand dollars worth of value out of it today. Mm -hmm. Well, that doesn't sound too crazy to me. No. And, and so, you've always got to look at what you paid for and what it's worth now. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, and, you know, I bought Bitcoin when it was 400. And so what <laughs> if I bought $400 worth of gold at that time? Yep. Right. Mm. And it was probably real close to the price of gold today. You know, uh, it's certainly uh, my gold price uh, or, or the value of the gold that I would have bought at that same time certainly didn't go 10 times from yep. 400 to 4,000. Yep. Uh, which is the price of Bitcoin today. Sure. So you got to you got to consider all these things now. Yes, I, I don't want to spend my Bitcoin because <laughs> I, I think we're at the bottom of a bear market. And um, uh, if I can hold on to that, I'll get more value out of my Bitcoin. You know, I believe that everybody else has to do their own research. You know, your disclaimer at the beginning of the show, that kind of applies to me, too. I'm not a financial advisor. Yep. Everyone's got to do their own research and make up their own mind. Yep. But um, my point is you can, if you wanted to, if the conditions are right for you, you can pay, basically buy anything with Bitcoin by charging it and then pay that bill by selling Bitcoin for the cash to pay that bill. Fantastic. That so you're just coming from it. Yeah, it's a triangle, basically, isn't there? You're paying it with that and then you're replenishing your Bitcoin with your bank. Yeah. OK, makes a lot of sense. Um, something else you mentioned <clears throat> um, for for the new people on this call. Remember, this could be in the future. So being the Bitcoin for beginners show, um, I'm hoping it's going to attract new people constantly coming in. If you're new watching this, bash that bell button to start with. Um, understand my philosophy, buy Bitcoin, get it onto a trezor and then wait for these halvings to come round. Notwithstanding, of course, like Rocky just said, if you need to get some money off, you need to get some money off. But try not to have a strong hand, etc. Um, but um, I've been involved in Bitcoin since May 2017. So I was in, you know, when... Bcash split off and then the other forks started to split off. Okay, now, <clears throat> as you know, you've been on Adam Meister's show many times. I've been on a few times, you know, and Adam is, uh, you know, a very strong advocate of, um, you know, Bitcoin dividends are free Bitcoin. Okay, so, or, or if you've got Bitcoin, you get free uh, dividends. You actually said something, um, and, and I've got this question as, are crypto dividends really free? What would be your answer to that? <clears throat> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Next question. Okay. <laughs> Is that the end of that one? No. Um, yeah. Um, no, they are not free to me. You do pay a price. You pay a price in um, that um, they create a lot of confusion in the space. Right. Um, people think, actually think, oh, 
this new one is the new next Bitcoin or the real Bitcoin. And, you know, like Adam says, so you're saying it's diluting the real Bitcoin. You're you're saying it's diluting it effectively. It's not just diluting it. It's creating confusion about it. Yeah. Um, They think these projects could be or one day might be as good or better than Bitcoin. And and that's from people who don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they create a lot of false hope about uh, maybe getting rich quick because this coin is much cheaper, so it's easier to go up in value. It's much easier to go ten times, ten uh, uh, x your 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 investment. Um, and and they they basically divert a lot of attention uh, away from you know the main prize, uh, you know the Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, what's really important. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now I, you know. I, uh, I know a lot about how Bitcoin works and I could split, you know, coins for people. I'd split all my own own coins. I think I told you uh, the other day that you know, I dumped them pretty much immediately yep. um, to uh, get more Bitcoin. I traded them for more Bitcoin. And so, um, you know, the first the first big uh, split that came out was Bcash. Before that, there was an airdrop by a coin called um, Bitcore. Yeah. And um, that was in April. And I missed that. I didn't hear about that. They did have another uh, airdrop later that year in 2017 in November. I did participate in that. But you got less coins for your Bitcoin in that one. Yeah. But in in Bcash, as soon as it it split, I split mine right away, traded those Bcash for more Bitcoin. Now, the next split that came along, uh, Bitcoin Gold, I got more Bitcoin Gold because I had more Bitcoin because of the, I, of the extra Bitcoin I got from yep. the B cash, yeah, and so I split my B my B gold. I got even more B gold. I s- traded those for more Bitcoin, which gave me more Bitcoin for the next one, which was <laughs> the the next airdrop for the Bitcore. Yeah, and so then I I traded those uh, right away for um, more Bitcoin, and then I had more Bitcoin for the next one, which would have been uh, B diamond, and so oh that was a great one. That one you got ten thousand B diamond for every Bitcoin. And so, so only okay, it's only okay if it uh, grows, though, isn't it? No, <laughs> it I'm goes sorry, to zero. That one, right? Yeah, right. But I'm sorry, that one was ten B diamond for every Bitcoin. Yep. And um, there are were other ones that were ten thousand, um, which I'll get to. But anyway, so I got all the B diamonds I could get. I traded those for Bitcoin, and then uh, just a couple weeks after that, you got Super Bitcoin came out, and that was on December. Uh, what was that? December twelfth. And then, uh, actually, on December twelfth, there was United Bitcoin came out. So I got oh, both for of those. Sake, I've heard of half of these. Yeah, <laughs> traded all those for more Bitcoin. So that gave me more Bitcoin um, for when. Let's see, what was the next one? Bitcoin X came out. Yeah, that was a ten thousand to one. And so I got all my Bitcoin X, and and I now I got a, I had a lot more Bitcoin because of all these previous forks that I turned into Bitcoin, and I turned my BX, uh, Bitcoin X into Bitcoin, which meant I had more Bitcoin for when Bitcoin World came out. <laughs> okay, I think we get the point there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I think... So that, so, so that, okay, so that, let's go. There was Bitcoin World, then Bitcoin Faith, and then uh, uh, Lightning Bitcoin, the Bitcoin God, Bitcoin Interest, and then Bitcoin uh, Private. So I did the same thing for all of those, growing my bag of Bitcoin each and every time. Which so is okay I... if you know how to split them. Right. You got to know how to do it safely and do it correctly, but it's probably not worth doing anymore. And we'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But um, so as the end result, I got a much bigger Bitcoin bag. So am I better off? I don't think so. Right. If I could snap my fingers and say these coins never existed, yep. I would snap my fingers because okay. I believe my Bitcoin bag would be much smaller. But without the <clears throat> confusion, without the diversion, without the the false hope of people getting rich overnight investing in all this garbage they would have you know got into more into bitcoin and then the price of each bitcoin would be bigger yep. making the value of my smaller bag higher yeah so which yeah. makes me want to swing over to the chat over there because casso 20 percenter is probably in line with what you've just said he said good for you rocky but we don't need these forks which is effectively what you're saying isn't it Yes, if like I said, if I could snap my fingers and make it so these never existed or there's no more to be, you know, come into existence, I would yep. snap my fingers and do that. But yep. I can't. Yep. So since these things are created, 
and other people are going to take advantage of it. I'm falling behind if I don't take advantage of them. Yeah, no, right? I get it. Yeah. And wow, so- crikey. <laughs> Okay, let me leave that one there. I'm just mindful of my time because I really don't want to run over too much. Um, but I, I would like to add a little go bit on. more. Yeah, I'll, go on. I'll kind of go through it fast. Um, let me share my screen again because a lot of people that I help split, um, uh, most of them wanted to, uh, most of them fought like me and, and wanted to immediately dump them for more Bitcoin. Yep. And then you'd have more Bitcoin, of course, for the next split. Yep. And, but some of them didn't. And they thought, oh, I'm going to hold this and see what happens. You know, yep. oh, this might do something. Of course, now this is Bitcoin Cash. And this one has actually done the best. Why? Because it had two, it has two millionaires and a big company uh, um, yeah. Behind pumping it. it. Yep. Yeah, pumping it. Yeah. And so, but you could still see that it did well in the beginning and there was a few big pumps and then it's been a race to zero ever since. Okay, so now on Bitcoin Gold, there's a couple pumps in the beginning and then a race to zero. Um, Bitcore, uh, this actually, the pumps lasted longer because they had a uh, a system to where you would get interest every Monday. Yep. And, but it came out of a pool that was kept shrinking. And when, when that when that was gone, uh, they stopped giving that that Monday dividend out. It yep. started its race to zero. Uh, Bitcoin Diamond, pumps at the beginning, race to zero. Super Bitcoin a high in the beginning, race to zero. A Bitcoin X, high in the beginning, race to zero. Lightning, Bitcoin, high in the beginning, race to zero. Bitcoin God, high in the beginning, race to zero. It actually looks like it's trying to make a little comeback here, but <laughs> I'm, that's probably going to be temporary and it will continue its race to zero. Um, Bitcoin interest, high in the beginning, race to zero. Um, Bitcoin private, race to zero. United Bitcoin, race to zero. So, um, for the people that you know thought it might be a good idea to uh, keep these things, that they somehow might be better than Bitcoin, I feel sorry for them. Right, put your video back on then. Um, well, I'm gonna. I'm. This is honesty time. Look, I'm so new into this. You know, I thought the same as most people and held on to my Bcash, which I've still got. And you know, you've just you've just nailed it by showing those charts of every single one of those dividends that pumped a bit and went to zero. You know, so there you go. There's hindsight for me. You know, it was pumping when it split and I could have done something with that and got that out and got more Bitcoin, but I didn't because I <clears> suppose as as being naive and being a novice, I thought I'll hedge my bets. It's always good, you know, if I kept, you know, the equivalent in Bcash, and the whole thing did turn round. I've hedged my bets, but you've just shown me me enough on this show to know that you know that's a it, it's a foolish thing. You know, Bitcoin's king. It's the rock. You know, it is it is the bedrock of all of it. That's what we're saying here, isn't it? You know, this yeah, is the that. message I'm trying to get out to my listeners and people on the call. Bitcoin is the rock. It is the one. Yes, and I'm sorry for taking up that extra time, but I cool. thought that was important to point out. No, absolutely. Right, I want to come on to the last one, if I may. Um, now, on my show, I always pump, buy some coin, Bitcoin, get it off an exchange, whatever you do, because they're always being hacked, and get it onto some type of a hardware device. Now, unless you can do what Trace Mayer does with all that stuff he goes on about, which frightens most people to death, including me, the next best thing is a decent hardware wallet. Now, I know there are several out there, but the one that I'm very passionate about, uh, Yusagi Nami, good to have you with us. Uh, the one I'm passionate about is the Trezor. Um, I love my Trezor. Um, what are your views on the Trezor? What should somebody just be mindful of, look out for, don't do. Just, you know, a couple of minutes on on the Trezor and your stance, uh, because I'm a big fan of it, Rocky. Well, I, I believe the Trezor is the uh, superior product when it comes to um, hardware, uh, hardware wallets. Yeah. Um, over the past couple of years, I've helped a lot of people with different wallet issues. Yep. From, you know, updating the firmware to retrieving coins set to a uh, the wrong chain um, um, to just general questions and uh, issues. And um, in my experience with all the people I've helped, it's probably been about a 50-50 um, 
the two most popular wallets would be the Trezor and the uh, Nano S. Yeah. Um, but the the issues with them is far from 50-50. There was many more issues with the Nano than the Trezor. Wow. And um, so uh, because of this and other reasons, I, I really like the setup in general with the Trezor. Yeah. And um, knowing that it's a more stable, uh, more quality device, I highly recommend the Trezor. Okay. And do's and don'ts. You were saying to me the other day, we were chatting around what you, you know, should and shouldn't do in terms of your, you know, your seed words and the card that they're written on. And, you know, should that be kept with the Trezor or uh, just, just elaborate just a little bit on that for the, for the newer people on the call. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, you've got to keep those seed words safe. They have to be extremely well hidden or in a, you know, secure safe excuse me, that, um, you know, that you trust, um, you've got to consider if you, if they're in your home, um, you know, at, at least around where I live, there's not very many, you know, home fires. And if they are, they are put out pretty quick. Um, so your average safe will probably, uh, keep your, the documents and devices inside relatively safe. But mm. I don't know what the melting point is of some of these <laughs> You know, hardware devices, you know, they got a lot of plastic on them, could melt down onto the circuit board and, you know, ruin something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be mindful of all that. Um, you could use safe deposit boxes, but then you got to trust the banks. Um, just like um, banks can um, censor your payments, um, which I've had that done to me. They wouldn't send my payment to a place I wanted it to go. They could also not only censor your payments, they can, um, you know, just freeze your account for various reasons. And when they do that, if you have any uh, safety deposit box, they'll freeze you out of that also. They'll lock oh, you well, out of Oh, wow, I didn't box. know that. I mean, I did some research recently and, and safety deposit safety deposit boxes in the uk have become so scarce i mean i'm probably a couple of hours from london and i'd have to go into london to find anyone that still does safe deposit boxes so you know in the uk unless you know somebody's got another view on that i, I found that it's now really really difficult um to be able to do that so you know i guess i, th I think the message i want to get over to people watching this the newbies for goodness sake, you know, if you've got a hundred pound or a hundred dollars of Bitcoin, treat your seed words like that is worth a hundred thousand, because that is the price you should put on that. Um, BTC Benny the other day ran a short video that I watched on YouTube and oh god it's so worth it it was a, a mini film for 16 minutes long and it's basically a guy uh, running around the park saying he's got some bitcoin he's got some bitcoin and it takes you through a timeline of how all of a sudden he's lost his password he can't get in and he's totally and utterly frantic you know what I mean and it's like try and place value on your trezor your seed words like you had a million quid on that trezor even if it's a hundred quid because absolutely none of us know what that's going to be worth down the road in in the future we just don't know would that be about right oh i have a pretty good idea what it's going to be worth <laughs> <laughs> we all do but no predictions in fact let me just no. finish up these questions with just one what do you think the rest of 2019 is going to show us in terms of the Bitcoin price, no price predictions. Are we going to sit in this sideways bear downtrend through the rest of 2019, do you think, and then start to move up as the 2020 halving creeps near? What are your thoughts? I mean, I wasn't around in the 2016 halving. You were? Yes. So what, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the rest of this year and into the halving in May next year? Well, that's a really good question, and I wish I could answer it. And, and you know, I'm not a... a TA guy, you know, for the charts. Yeah. Um, I'm more the uh, technology of the um, the coin itself. But okay. um, I do okay. listen to some, and um, there are some of the TA guys are saying that that 3150 could have been the bottom, yeah, and that we could grind sideways or slowly up from here long enough, and we could jump into a bull market once again. And then there are other ones that I probably value their opinion a little more. They say that this is, could be uh, most likely a bit of a bull trap. 
Yeah. Um, people think it's going up from here. And, and it could still drop a bit in, more. And yeah, it's going to head south and go below 3,000, uh, maybe 2,800, maybe 2,400, maybe 1,800, maybe 1,000. Um, but to me, I think long term, um, strong hand, you know, Adam Meister. Uh, and uh, to me, that's just Bitcoin on sale. That's just another. But long term could be Bitcoin two to bank. five years, couldn't it? Long term could be two to five years. It doesn't have to be 20 years. I mean, I guess I'm coming from my perspective as a guy heading for a round number very, very soon, right. you know, and we've all got a different strategy, haven't we? And, you know, whether we're in it, whether we're in it for the technology and how it's going to change the world, whether we're in it to, you know, accumulate Bitcoin and make 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 a decent pot. There's money involved somewhere, you know, um, and, you know, I've got my own agenda. So, you know, I mean, for me personally, I think we are going to stay down a while longer. But I still think over the the next handful of years, we could see dramatic changes in the Bitcoin price. Would you be with me on at least that much or have you got a different view? Well, I think we'll see the bottom of the bear market this year. Yep. Um, early next year you know first quarter 2020 at the latest yep um but you know then it could be you know uh you know the the slow climb back up to to the old high and brand new highs okay um but you know we could see in you know 2021 2022 2023 i mean could be the next high that could be you know you know who knows anywhere from 80 thousand to 120,000 is what I hear most people talk about per coin. Now think right. about that if you invest now at $4,000. I think that's the message. Everybody's trying to catch the bottom and sometimes that can be a big mistake, you know. It, I personally think and I I bang on on my shows that I don't think you're once this goes, I don't think you'll ever see bitcoin at the price it is today ever again. You know, because from what I have noticed and what I have studied, when it goes up, when it comes back down to its low, that low always seems to sit higher than the previous high. Would that yes, be about I've right? Noticed that. Yeah. Yes, I've so noticed that too. With that in mind, audience, you know, whenever you're watching this, if you're in the future and Bitcoin's gone on its bull run again, you know, still get some but if you are watching this now and it's around four thousand dollars i can't i can't say strong enough you know accumulate some get get a plan going with your bank where you buy a little bit regularly out of your savings i love vention migtail every payday he's a mechanic in america and every payday he goes and buys a little bit more bitcoin for his future which is fantastic uh rocky um i've come to the end of those questions mate and i've got to say fantastic thank you uh for being a guest on my very first live show i know we were we were both quite nervous at the start i think you know anybody that isn't nervous us is telling a lie um, but i've thoroughly enjoyed it i mean do you want to tell people where they can find you i've got it in the the notes sections below if you want to just tell people what you're doing right now if they want to follow you or head on over to what you're doing let me get you full screen so they can see it there you go yeah well i think you know or you're familiar with dan from the 21 million club i am yeah <clears throat> well he started this uh this new web page just learn bitcoin yeah and I really liked what he was doing here, and I started working with him on this. And so we're working together on this, making this a really nice site here. Yep. But you can um, you could come here and um, get consultation packages here. We got different packages to offer. We even have the Arctic long-term cold storage, right. which you know, like we were just talking about, this will uh, say, uh, put your Bitcoin in the multi-sigs, kind of like. Um, a feature that another uh, company offers at a much higher price. Yep. And this is basically the, the same thing here. And we can even help you with uh, like claiming the hex that's coming up soon. Um, introductory to Wasabi, that's a wallet that gives you a lot of privacy with Bitcoin. Wow. Um, and, and even if you don't want uh, help um, claiming your hex, if you just come here and click here for more information, it'll take you to the hex website and what this will do is it'll uh, it'll take you there with uh, being referred by Just Learn Bitcoin. So we'll get a, like a little referral kickback on that. Yep. So we appreciate that if you just come here and click it there, um, or you know click here if you'd like help and make sure it's done right. Because you, you know they, they when they talk about claiming from these uh, these uh, 
airdrops. They make it sound so easy, but there are lots of things to consider. I think I was talking to you about this earlier about yeah. how you might not know where your Bitcoin is for the proper address to sign because of uh, exchange addresses and and what have you. So th there's lots of ways to um, to uh, fix this the, uh, these issues. And uh, you know, with the short consultation we could go through and um, figure all that stuff out for the best way for you fantastic fantastic uh right rocky um anything you want to say uh, closing remarks anything we haven't covered you'd just like to get out there before we end the call anything on your mind yeah just buy bitcoin <laughs> i love it that yeah, is yeah. me that is me to a t okay um as always i want to just bring up a quote to finish the show guys so just bear with me because i do love my quotes hold on a second where's my there, quote? there was one other on. thing as I, oh right um uh, go on go say, on yeah segwit. we're back switch to segwit segwit is very important segwit um will make your transactions cheaper and make the Bitcoin blockchain run smoother because it, each transaction is taking up less space in the blockchain, in yeah. the block, so that the, more transactions could fit into that block. So you're helping everybody. And when more transactions come into the block, that means the prices are coming down, um, you know, the Satoshi's provider coming down, which may, will make your next transaction even cheaper. So it's kind of just snowballing effect. Yeah. And what is out right now is called SegWit. Uh, version zero. Okay. Um, hopefully in a few months, we're going to get SegWit version one, and it's going to uh, pretty much allow uh, twice as much space to be saved. And so it's going to make your transactions even cheaper. Um, so you really want to be using SegWit. Fantastic. Rocky, brilliant. Thank you. Okay, right. Um, quotes. I love this. At first, they ask you why you're doing it. This is the people around you that don't think you're nutty. But later they'll ask you how you did it. Isn't that a great quote? Um, guys, um, I want to thank Rocky hugely for being on the call. Um, as always, my philosophy is have a strong Bitcoin hand. Buy it. Get it off an exchange. Get it onto a Trezor, as you heard Rocky uh, say. And then do nothing if you can. And I do appreciate. Hang on, book. Yeah, you're back up again. Bitcoin accepted here. <laughs> Did you get these from England? I think they came from the UK. Did, were they the ones that come from the UK? Yes, these are the <laughs> ones I bought uh, from the UK with a Lightning Bitcoin wallet on a cell phone. Fantastic. Oh. Bought with Bitcoin. Can't fault yes, it. I got a whole bag of them. <laughs> from the good old UK. Well, listen, Rocky, thank you for being on the call. Um, guys, if you're in the chat, do smash the like button for us. Um, share this out on social media. Give us a like. Give us an upvote, a re-steam if you're watching this on Steamit. Um, I am Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. Thanks for watching the show, guys. Thanks, Rocky, for being on. That is the end of today's show. I'll catch you all on Monday. Have yourselves a fantastic Bitcoin evening, Bitcoin day, depending on where you all are. And I'll catch you all next time. Cheers, everyone. See you, Rocky. Thank you. Okay.